0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Atlas Fitcast. I'm your host, Andy Hayes. Today's episode is brought to you by Atlas Fitness Evolved, providing progressive, challenging, and effective exercise programming to the St. Louis, Missouri area, as well as the World Wide Web. You are listening to episode 9 where I am going to be discussing the best nutritional plan for you. If you're not currently following us on Instagram, go ahead and please give us a follow where I will be posting lots of content related to health and fitness topics including ones that relate to the episodes that I am releasing regularly Also, we have a Facebook page and a YouTube channel as well. Just look for Atlas Fitness Evolved. All right, so with episode nine where I'm talking about the best nutritional plan for you, I will be discussing the pros and cons to popular diets, which one is best for you to achieve long-term success and results, and how to get started in the right way. You may be feeling lost with all of the info out there on all of these different diets. You may feel like you are hearing conflicting opinions from so-called expert sources, and you may feel overwhelmed to the point where anxiety is keeping you from taking action. So with examples of the Whole30 diet, the ketogenic diet, intermittent fasting, paleo, which one is best for you in terms of a nutritional plan well without a doubt the best nutritional plan by far is the one that you can stick to long term and still see progress to the point of reaching your goals and then staying on it once you are in the maintenance phase all popular diet plans do have their pros and cons I will not argue that most of them do not work, they for sure do and that's why they are successful in terms of people saying they work but they only work for some, They there's not a 100% success rate. Are all of these diets sustainable? If your plan is only temporary. If it has an expiration date, it's probably not the best plan for your long-term health success and longevity. So I am a fan of clean eating, eating whole foods, organic natural foods that are processed as little as possible with no extra chemicals, genetic modifications, pesticides, food dyes, etc., and ones that come fr- from as close to the natural source as possible. But with that said, I am a fan of living a happy social life filled with confidence, happiness and the ability to live without added stress and guilt. I do not believe in absolutes. There is no absolute best diet or best nutritional plan that everyone on earth can follow. That's just that's just not accurate. Humans have lived for tens of thousands of years from all corners of the globe surviving off of extremely variable diet plans. For example, some cultures survive mostly off of cold water fish up in the northern areas of the world. And then you have some cultures that have survived for tens of thousands of years near the equator surviving mostly off of vegetables and fruits. The point is... You should be stubborn about your goals, but be flexible about your methods. Think of your dietary journey as an experiment. So if the goal was to increase your overall health, and if it is an experiment, you want to track certain things. So I would recommend tracking tracking your blood pressure, your weight, your body fat percent, your cholesterol, your blood glucose, your energy levels. All of these things can be measured or observed. All right, if your goal is to reduce some body fat, you would definitely want to be measuring your actual body fat percentage, your weight, the circumferences of certain areas of your body like your your waist, your hip, your arms, your thighs, your chest, all these areas can be measured. All right, if your changes are sustainable and are working, keep doing them. That is the experimental part. If they are sustainable, but are not working for you, you should definitely tweak something which is usually comes down to either diet, something to do with exercise, stress management, or just general, uh, your, your ability to get a good quality sleep. All right, so next thing I'll talk about are what are some of the pros and cons of some of the most popular nutritional plans out there. So first off, let's talk a little bit about the ketogenic diet, which is a strict, low-carb diet that forces your body to effectively burn fat as energy. So the pros. Yes, there has been proven weight loss with this plan. Tons of people have seen results. And it also shows that it does reduce inflammation, and it increases the amount of good fats that you put into your diet because you are eating uh very, very little low carbohydrates, and then mostly fats, some proteins, and very little carbohydrates. But the cons would be that with without, you know, a lot of emphasis on the carbohydrates, you might not be getting as much fiber as you should be. It is definitely hard to follow. With the ketogenic diet, you need to get into uh, ketosis, which can take two to three or more days to get into that fat burning state of your body where people are starting to see results and with that taking two to three plus days that is extremely hard to sustain especially if you have a day where you miscalculate your carbohydrates in terms of grams and you can you can get kicked out of ketogenesis very quickly and then it's going to take you another two to three days to get back into it so There you go. You have some pros and cons there. What about with intermittent fasting, which is calorie restriction to the point where you're not eating anything uh, other than water for certain periods of time, whether that period of time is for 12 hours, 16 hours, 24, or even 36 hours. Again, people have seen proven weight loss with this, reduced inflammation, increased cellular repair processes. But the cons could be that you could overeat or binge from that extreme hunger after that fast is over. And also it may not be the best for those with certain metabolic disorders such as diabetes and maybe some thyroid issues. What about paleo, which is a hunter-gatherer diet that emphasizes meat, eggs, vegetables, fruits, nuts, and seeds. I like it in terms of its emphasis on lean proteins, uh, veggies, fruits, healthy natural fats to support health improvements and weight loss, but the con would be I have not seen enough evidence to the point where I am comfortable excluding every single form of dairy and all forms of legumes, which are like beans, and then all grains. And I don't think that's the best for everybody. I definitely do think that those do have their place with certain individuals. And again, not all individuals. I'm not going to be able to give you one specific thing for everybody. And then moving on, what about the what about the whole 30 diet, which is a 30-day, I guess they advertise it as a reset diet where you're removing all sugars, including natural sugars like honey, all grains, alcohol, legumes, soy, and dairy. The benefits are very similar to the, the paleo diet that I just stated, but it is even more restrictive, hard to stick to, and I don't particularly like that it has a temporary time frame immediately suggesting that it is not a sustainable way to live. So the point is, is that all plans have their pros and cons, and no one plan works for everyone. Everyone's body reacts differently to certain foods based off of things like genetics schedule your schedule discipline sleep exercise etc so everybody is completely different there are all sorts of different variables that will come into play with this all right so most people have taken a long time to develop the behaviors that have got them into their poor health status which whether it is uh, you know, a lot of excessive body fats or obesity, heart disease, metabolic disorders like diabetes. So, if it takes a long time to get there, let's be a little bit more patient and let's gradually reverse the negative, adverse health behaviors, and then let's let's turn that around and, and do some healthy behaviors. So, for long term success, let's focus on small, non intimidating steps. To get long-term beneficial health changes and while we're doing that let's track your progress with small tests and observations along the way which again i stated earlier i'll say them again real quick if your goal is health track your blood pressure your cholesterol weight body fat percentage blood glucose make sure you're you're paying attention to your energy levels as well for body fat loss make sure you're looking at your weight your body fat percentage and your body circumferences and then for overall performance make sure you're paying attention to how you are performing in your sport or in the gym or wherever you need that performance to be uh, whether it's strength and or conditioning okie dokie so step one this would be the first health behavior that I would change Here it is. Replace caloric drinks with water. So, caloric drinks would be soda, juice, mixed drinks, anything like that. All right. People always misunderstand how much, you know, simple sugars and calories are within these drinks because they generally don't fill us up to the point where we actually feel the fullness. And so, replace that with water. Most people are dehydrated, and water is one of the number one. Things you can be doing more of instead of less of. And so I don't think anybody is really going to argue with me on that one. All right. So if, if you need a little bit of flavor with your water occasionally, something like, uh, you know, like a LaCroix or anything like that, I'm okay with that as well. But that that shouldn't be your only water source. You should definitely be drinking mostly good water. All right, so that's step one. And if you master that after a couple weeks, then let's move on to step two. And let's start preparing lean meats by roasting, baking them, or grilling them instead of having them breaded and fried. So now that you have mastered the water consumption. You're feeling good, you feel, you're feel you feeling confident. We're moving on to step two, which would be to be eating your leaner meats, either roasted, baked, or grilled instead of breaded and fried. You master that for a few weeks, so now at the point we're a month in, you're probably seeing some success. All right, and then we're gonna move on to step three, and we're gonna replace our fried and processed sides to our meals with more fibrous and colorful vegetables. So this would include, you know, peppers and onions and anything that has color to it, leafy greens. Making that a part of our side and a part of our regular meals is you're going to see a lot of health improvements just from this as step number 3. All right? Step number 4. Replace grain-based desserts with alternative late night snacks. So grain based desserts would be something like cakes and pies and pastries and replace them with something as an alternative late night snack. Now what I'm going to give you as a late night snack might not be the exact same thing but this is going to be something that could continue to improve your your health. So some of my favorite things for a late night snack that that is good for you and will actually help you with, say post-workout recoveries, would be things like cottage cheese. Cottage cheese is filled with a certain type of protein that is slow digesting, and it will digest as you sleep and help you help your muscles recover from whatever exercise plan that you're on. All right, Greek yogurt is another option. It's sweeter, it is filled with awesome amounts of protein. And what else could you do Um, instead of, you know, your, your sweet pastries, you could do a bowl full of berries, whether it's just a bowl full of blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, or a mixture of all three. Blackberries is another one. The amount of antioxidants and fiber in berries is insane. And they are just one of the best superfoods out there. But if you really need something to attack that sweet tooth, and maybe you're a fan of ice cream, I, I, I do like the brand Halo Top Ice Cream, so that could be an alternative if you really, really need something to satisfy that sweet tooth. All right, so step number five, gradually remove all processed foods from your grocery list, and you could do this by sticking to the grocery store perimeter only. This is a simple final rule that I have for you which is going to promote your, your uh, you're going to be buying more vegetables, fruits, lean meats, and then if you need certain things to for long term you can go in the frozen section instead of buying them on the processed aisles where they will be filled with preservatives, food dyes, salt, things like that. All right, so again, The best nutritional plan is the one that you enjoy and can stick to for long-term health improvements and you will see regular observational and measurable progress and maintenance until the goal is met, all right? And if you eat one thing off your plan, enjoy it. Accept it, move on right after you're done, And don't stress out or worry about it, all right? So nobody got fat off of one slice of pizza, and nobody's going to get skinny off of one salad. It is going to be okay as long as you can make regular small changes in your daily life, daily changes turn to weekly changes, turn to monthly and yearly, and then before you know it, you have met your goal, and then maybe it's time to reevaluate and then make another goal and then you're just on this constant cycle of total optimization of your lifestyle. Okay, so that is all I have for you. Make sure you are subscribing to this podcast on whatever service you are listening to it on. Also, make sure you are following us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Instagram's handle is at Atlas Fitness Evolved. YouTube, and Facebook. Just search for Atlas Fitness Evolved for tons of good health fitness content that you can follow, and we are making posts on the regular. So if it is important to you, you will find the solution. If it is not, you will find the excuse. I appreciate you listening. Until next time, peace.